the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. The Cardinals at Minnesota tonight. They'll open up a two-game series at Target Field. Carlos Martinez against Homer Bailey. And we're going to talk about the Twins with Dan Hayes of The Athletic. He joins us right now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And, Dan, this is Randy Carricker. Michelle Smallman is here. We appreciate you taking some time this morning. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Well, let's start with this. This has become one of the most epic power-hitting teams of all time. And I want to know if it's because of the hitters. Is it because of something that Rocco Baldelli brings to the table? Why have the Twins been able to become this offensive juggernaut? It's a combination of a couple things. I mean, you're looking at a group that uh, there's this young core that they have of five or six guys who you know, largely were top 100 prospects. It's extremely talented. You throw in a Nelson Cruz. Uh, they added Josh Donaldson this year. But there's also organizational philosophy, which is home runs are more valuable than trying to string together base hits. And so there's there's that that goes into it. Um, and, and the juice ball helps, obviously. Uh, you know, I, I think this would have been a team, if, if the ball was normal, probably would have hit about 250 home runs last year that still would have been the most home runs in Twins history. And, and that's significant. When you think about the Twins, you know, you think of that, that scrappy, light-hitting team that's always going to fight and beat you uh, in different ways. And, you know, the, the Tom Kelly, Ron Gardenhire model that was there for so long. This is definitely a different team um, philosophy-wise than it ever has been. You know, and, and they do try to – they are into the launch angle – but they're into it in so many different ways. It's, it's just put aggressive swings on the ball. And home runs, you know, it's, it's, it's the NBA's three-pointer kind of method versus uh, mid-range shots. You, you give up the mid-range and you, you look for the bigger score. Well, that's what the Twins definitely started doing the last few years, and it really took last year. You look at the group that they have, you know, Eddie Rosario, uh, Byron Buxton may play in this series yeah. Jorge Polanco all-star Max Kepler um, you know I know I'm forgetting some names Mitch Garber had a huge year last year um, but you, you look at that group and and you realize and Miguel Sano they, they found kind of their power potential last year and and they're all between ages 25 and 28 and and that's your, your physical prime it's a it's a really good time for them and and when you throw in a Nelson Cruz and a Josh Donaldson on top of that you're going to hit a lot of home runs. There are just there are very few easy outs. You have to kind of be on your toes at all times against this group, and and it's pretty evident just by the stats. Dan, you mentioned Nelson Cruz, and I want to focus on him for a second. He has an unbelievable start so far. He won American League Player of the Week, and it just seems like he is defying father time. What has he been able to do to to maintain himself in this condition? Yeah, he eats. Sleeps and, and drinks baseball. Basically, his his life is 
um, sleep probably more than 10 or 11 hours a day, wake up, work out, eat, uh, work out some more. And then he does some kind of massage for like, I, I heard the story last week. It's like a two hour massage every day, um, which sounds incredible, but also probably <laughs> extremely painful. Um, and then he goes and hits and that's it. And as a DH, you know, and, and I'm sure he's a guy who this year, his, uh, his method of operation has had to be kind of changed just like everything else in the world. Um, you know, his, his team, cause he usually has, two to three people around him every day. He has his own personal chef. He has his own masseuse. Uh, I'm sure that that has been changed significantly because of COVID-19, but he, uh, he's still finding ways to do it. I mean, he, he basically knows to take care of himself because this is all he does. And, and he said it, you know, we we're talking about life on the road, how different it is for guys not being able to leave the hotel. It's like, I never left the hotel anyway. You know, he, he just <laughs> stays in at all times just because, he knows to take care of himself because this is his his uh, outlet for for making money. So that's that's it's incredible though. I mean to see him, you know, he turned forty on July one. You just don't see guys doing this. And granted, White Sox Park is very homer friendly, uh, but his home runs were not cheap, and uh, he's a machine. You know what's interesting is that. Of all of those great things, having the personal chef and the two-hour massage, I probably could not find – I couldn't sleep for 10 hours. There's no way that I could – I'd have to wake up. I'd, I'd be laying in bed awake. That would be the only it's difficulty incredible. I'd have. He, he can take a nap in the middle of a clubhouse that is just full bore. Everybody's playing video games or playing dominoes or whatever they're doing. You look over at the couch, and there's Nelson Cruz with a, a towel underneath his head on the couch propped up, and nobody messes with him either. They know – not to mess with him uh, when he's taking his naps. But he has a nap room at Target Field. I mean, he is a serious sleeper, so it's pretty incredible. <laughs> that's that's just a, a gift that you're given because I'm sure a lot of other players have the blackout sheets. They have the sound machine. They probably have the memory foam pillows, all of this special equipment for them to be able to rest in a certain way. So the fact that he does take such great care of his body, but when it, when it comes to sleep that he can just download anywhere is really impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I'm almost able to do that. Um, I I haven't <laughs> transferred it to the press box yet, and that's actually a good thing. <laughs> but but it's uh, it is a, it is definitely a key skill. Dan, uh, I was reading a lot about the Twins in um, preparation for this series, and they obviously have the talent needed to get this done. But as we continue on in this very uh, unprecedented set of circumstances here in baseball, we continue to talk about how leadership and chemistry is going to be important for teams to succeed. And it seems like the Twins also have the chemistry portion of this equation locked down. Can you talk about the team culture? Yeah, I, I think that's something that's been really key, and I think it's key in at least doing everything you can to stay safe at this period. Uh, just, I mean, let's frankly, look at look at the Marlins. There's a lot of young guys there, and and who, you know, it's all speculation. Who knows what happens to, to start? But the, the Twins have been adamant, and they have a lot of young guys that would love to be on the road um, and and out. And that is so hard to do. Fortunately, it's a sixty game schedule. But I mean, they were just in Chicago for six days, and uh, that's a long time to be in a in a fun, good city with a lot of restaurants and and able to go out and experience life. And and you got to stay in. And and they've been very there's been a lot of communication about that and i think that it helps that one their front office is is very open about it rocco baldelli their manager uh basically 
repeats what they say. You know, it's a very top-down organization where everybody just kind of follows the chain of command. But they're they've got a lot of good things in in place, and they're they're open about communicating. But the players, I think, really they they've got a good veteran bunch that provides that leadership. It's not like you're taking commands from the organization and nobody is really into it. You, you know, Nelson Cruz is someone that nobody crosses. And when he says I'm staying in, everybody's listening, but there's about seven or eight guys behind him. And, and so, especially with coronavirus with COVID there, there is a clear line of here's what we're going to do. And we're going to listen to it. And you see guys taking very serious, uh, wearing masks throughout batting practice, wearing masks on the field. Um, there's just there's just a, a serious tone and, and talking about respect and communication and all that, that kind of stuff. I, I just think it, it's the way that teams should try to operate. Not everybody can do it, but they, they just have this open model where they know how to kind of demonstrate to each other the respect and responsibility and communicate without coming across as too harsh. I, I just think it, it's a good tone for teams to find if they can. It's really hard to emulate, and also you have to have the right personnel to do that, and I think the Twins have done a good job collecting the kind of guys that really are uh, want to take care of each other. I mean, you know, when you have Miguel Sano uh, repeating word for word what Nelson Cruz says, that's, good. That's, a, that's a really good thing because Miguel Sano has shown in the moments in the past that his his uh, judgment can definitely skew from what you, he's a kid. You know, he's just a big giant kid, and he's a really fun loving kid. But he's made his mistakes, and I think that when you have him at the at Nelson Cruz's hip for two years, it's a it's a great benefit for him, and it's a great benefit for the organization. And the the Twins have done a really good job in that regard of just kind of bringing in good people to provide models for everybody. One other thing for Dan Hayes, who covers the Minnesota Twins for the Athletic, we keep an eye on Joe, Joe uh, Jake Odorizzi. He's a he's a local kid from Highland, Illinois, and I know he was out with a back. Is he going to be back soon? Yeah, I, I believe he will pitch against the Indians this weekend, and he's another guy who's just a great model for everybody else. Um, had a great year last year, figured out how to do some things with his high fastball and uh, and really put it together. He had about a five or six start stretch in the middle that was not very good, but otherwise was, uh, you know, if he went deeper into games, I'd say Cy Young caliber, but he was definitely an all-star last year. And and I think he'll be back in this Cleveland series, uh, which starts right after the Cardinals leave town. um, As long as we're playing still, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, he, he's been uh, a really good find for them. They got him for a, a middle infield prospect that was way down their charts when the Rays were sort of giving away players and, it's benefited them. He he found another gear last year, and and this is a big year for him again. Uh, he was he's heading into free agency, and obviously wants to back up what he did last year. Dan, we enjoy your work at the Athletic, and we loved having you on. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. All right, hey, thank you for having me. Take care. That is Dan Hayes from the Athletic. He covers the Minnesota Twins, and fun guy. They're a fun team. When's the last time you slept for ten or eleven hours? Um, that is a great question because I do not get a lot of sleep. I have not for a, I was probably in my 20s last time I slept for 10 or 11 hours. 
You know, I went to Thailand in the winter and was so jet lagged when I got back. I think mm-hmm. I basically slept for two days on and off when I returned. Uh huh. So probably okay. then. So for but, Nelson Cruz to get ten or eleven each night, it's pretty impressive. What's your average per night? Oh, let's see. One, two, three, four, seven. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm about five and a half. Yeah, that's not great. No, it's not. We need to work on that. (laughs) That's Michelle. I'm Randy. Coming up, you're killing me, Smalls, on 101 ESPN.